Today we are experiencing, I think, a, a, a merge between breathwork and uh, um, uh, Western science. And you can also see that in the scientific li literature, which is published around breathing in the last uh, 10, 15 years, which is now uh, looked at with a, with a different eye, if you want, um, in the Western world. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Breathe and Think Better podcast. My name is Danny, and I'll be your co-host alongside my good friend, Jake. This is a show about life. We're just two regular dudes trying to find happiness and help others along the way. We talk a lot about meditation and breath work because both of those techniques have helped us reduce anxiety, improve concentration, and find a little bit of peace in the chaos that is the human experience. We also love to explore new techniques, bring on guests, and share stories of people that inspire us. So welcome in, and thanks for joining us on this journey to discover what it means to breathe and think better. Today we're joined by Sergey Wader, co-founder and chief science officer at OXA. OXA is a one-of-a-kind wearable device that measures your heart rate, HRV, and breathing rate in real time. When paired with its powerful app, OXA helps you optimize your health and productivity through personalized data insights, stress management, and better sleep. If you're interested at all in breathwork and meditation, OXA is a must-have. It gives you those deep insights into exactly what's happening in your body when you practice. In today's episode, we talked to Sergey about OXA, how it got started, what makes it different from other wearables, and some of the amazing science behind it, among other topics. Let's hop right into today's conversation. Well, fantastic, Sergey. Thank you for joining us on the show. Yeah, thanks for inviting Sergey, I think, you know, we, we've talked about OXA quite a bit on our social media channels. Uh, we've talked about it on our podcast before. I think it would be really good for you to give us, like, give mm -hmm. us your rundown of how you got involved with OXA, what OXA is, and, and why, you know, why you're so passionate about it. Yeah, yeah, I'm glad to do that. Um, so, first of all, maybe my relation to OXA, I'm, I'm one of the co-founders of the company, Company is now about uh, 30 people, um, big or small, actually. Uh, and um, uh, I am the scientific, doing the scientific lead in, in, in the company. And so that's my, my, my quick summary. And um, how OXA got into existence, uh, that's an interesting story. We are uh, very much a technology-based company. Coming from coming from the uh, technological um, university in Zurich in Switzerland, ETH, and we are coming originally from material innovation. So we made uh, materials which are very elastic and very conductive, and which are very good to be used uh, for electrodes and sensors on textiles. That that's where we are coming from, and in the beginning of the company we um, had the idea to uh, bring those materials onto the smart textile market because that is an emerging, mar emerging market. And um, when we did that, we realized quite soon that breathing is something we can measure quite well with our technology. And also it's something which is kind of not covered by the existing variables you can buy today. And that uh, was very interesting to realize. We, we, we then went into a market analysis and uh, we talked to key opinion leaders. We talked to experts, breathing coaches on the market and so on. 
And um, we realized quite quickly that this is an interesting opportunity. So let's say it was actually technology and market driven and not because I myself was so much into breathing before, before this opportunity came. And now I'm very much, <laughs> very much <laughs> into the benefits of breathing because I learned how, how beautiful, how, how great it can be if you, if you can work with your breathing for your health. But, but, uh, but before that, it was more uh, opportunistic and also because we had the technology. So that's the, that's the very quick story. It seems like you talked about just being prepared for the opportunity. Yeah, exactly. So uh, that was um, something we understood when we, we looked into this market. Uh, uh, I mean, breathing is really um, now a trend, you could say. Meditation is a trend since, since a long time, but uh, the Western world seems to, seems to realize now, since, since, since a couple of years, that, that, that breathing is really um, interesting per se. I mean, breathing has been part of, of, of medi- meditation uh, practices uh, since a long time. And, and uh, we can also discuss today why there's a scientific reason to that. Um, and uh, um, we, if you want, by having the technology at the right time, realizing that there is an opportunity, also a little bit uh, missing puzzle piece in the wearable market, and then together with the ongoing trend around breathwork and meditation, we saw, we saw our chance uh, for, for this as a startup company, yes. We say all the time that it's kind of like a cultural blind spot that we have in the West where, you know, if, if you're growing up on the, in the East, there's, you're taught breathwork and meditation just kind of as a part of, your, of growing up, you know, in, in a lot of cultures, not all. But, you know, we, we say all the time that for some reason out here, there has been that cultural blind spot for so long and I think you're right. I think we're experiencing a shift in that right now. Um, I mean, Jake and I can can attest to that personally with the, you know, with the audience that we've been able to build build up on on social media and you know this show and being able to bring on people like like yourself and some of the athletes and people that we've brought on. We're seeing people from all disciplines and all backgrounds really getting involved and interested in meditation, in breath work, in the power of the breath. And it's really sort of like a fundamental shift that, uh, that we're seeing, I think. Yeah, absolutely. And I think the interesting part around this is maybe that there's maybe a bit um, a more scientific or um, yeah, scientific approach ongoing right now towards breath work. I mean, you, you could say meditation and breath work was also around 30 or 40 years ago in the Western world. I mean, my mom, if I talk to my mom, then she will tell me uh, she's actually very interested in Buddhism and she was also doing some meditation when she was younger and she was aware of breath work. She was also doing some pranayama and uh, similar techniques. And so so these techniques were around as well in the Western world a a while ago. But somehow, if if you think 20 years back or so, I think there was a very... um, uh, there was a little bit uh, a dogmatic approach and you, I think there was a, a, a big connection to religion as well and you almost had to be a little bit a Buddhist or, 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 or interested in, in, in Indian culture to, to, to become a breathwork specialist, let's say. And today we are experiencing, I think, a, a, a merge between breathwork and uh, um, uh, Western science, and you can also see that in uh, scientific li- literature, which is published around breathing in the last uh, 10, 15 years, which is now 
uh, looked at with a, with a different eye, if you want, um, in the Western world. And uh, that's very interesting because that's also how I, how I got convinced myself. I'm, I'm, I'm a really, uh, let's say, a religion agnostic person. I, I'm not pro or... Uh, against uh, religion, that's not the discussion I think I want to have today. But 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 I, I, I it doesn't necessarily need to be connected to me to uh, spirit spiritual uh, um, breathing doesn't need to be connected for me to to uh, a spiritual um, uh, uh, process or or also to religion. It can just be something which is very beneficial for for our health if we use the tool right. That, that, that's, that's how I go to think about it. Yeah, I remember having an aha moment when I could actually correlate my mental states with my breathing patterns. And that was one of the first things that got me super excited when I first put on the OXA wearable. It's like, this is the first time I can see this in real time. And I actually have data showing me this. Yeah, super interesting. And you know, the, the, the simplistic explanation of this is maybe going like this. I mean, you have many autonomic states in your body, vital um, processes, which are controlled by your autonomic nervous system. Let's say your blood pressure, your heart rate, your temperature. And if you think about it, you can't actively control any of them if you, if you want. And your breathing rate, your breathing is also controlled by your autonomic nervous system. Um, if right now I'm talking and I'm not thinking about my breathing, it's just controlled by my autonomic nervous system. But interestingly, it's the only one we can take control if we want. Probably it's, this, it's not only for humans, it's generally for mammals. This is the case. Same for a dog or a cat. And, and it probably has to be like that. If you think about it physiologically, I mean, you will need to eat through your mouth and you need to sneeze sometimes. You need to hold your breath when you go underwater. So you kind of have to have control over it. But that brings a very interesting uh, perspective into it because uh, think about you have maybe a baby or a dog who can't talk, obviously, but you want to know how your baby is doing or how your dog is doing. What, what will you do intuitively first? You will probably see how your dog is breathing. Maybe he's breathing very fast, or maybe he's exhausted, or maybe he's tired, maybe he's sleeping. You will see it in, in, in the breathing pattern intuitively. And the same with the baby. That's, that's what I did with my, my, my own baby when, when it was very small and couldn't talk. I was checking, okay, how, how is it breathing? Is it breathing erratically or, or, or fine or slow? And so breathing is kind of, it's almost, you could say, like a language of, spoken by uh, to your autonomic nervous system, and you can speak it back so, so that's why it works. And when you take control over your breathing, you can put your autonomic nervous system into a different state because that's the language it understands. And so it, this is a li little bit a simplistic way to look at it, but it's actually essentially what's happening when you go through different breathing techniques. And that's also a very scientific perspective on how to look at breathing and why maybe breathing is just the basis of many meditation techniques in the beginning. It's all about your breath and getting back to your breath and connecting to your own, uh, to your inner state, which is your autonomic nervous system by your breath. And I think that, that got me convinced as well. Yeah. I mean, when you go through like a Vipassana meditation program, the first practice that they're going to teach you is how to follow your breath. And you'll notice too that when you're, when you're going through a meditation program like that, when you're untrained, it's almost impossible to follow 10 breaths. Mm-hmm. 
And and so it's like that's like one of the first things that you learn, even in one of the you know ancient traditions. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. That 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 got me convinced as well. This perspective on breathing. I'm, I mean, also I'm a scientist myself. I and then read uh, read a lot when this opportunity for for our company company emerged. I, I was reading a lot of literature. I talked to many uh, physiologists as well, and then I realized this this big potential. Uh, with breathing and also the missing puzzle piece on the on, on the market that hmm actually there's no variable really measuring your breathing and also no variable making this kind of interactive or interesting okay obviously I can do a breathing exercise without a wearable I mean I can just switch on uh, one of the meditation apps so one of the breathing apps they have guided breath work uh, but I kind of don't get any feedback on how I'm doing it. It's also maybe a little bit repetitive and mechanistic after many times. And also, I don't know what my body is doing with that. So, so that was also something which, which yeah, we realized, okay, that there's really an opportunity here and so, something we can contribute. Yeah, I think the, the biofeedback is, is really important to a lot of people because, like you said, they want to know that they're doing it correctly and they want to see an actual result, right? They want to know, like, hey, I'm, I'm doing something and it's having a change. I think, Sergey, we, a lot of our audience deals with things like anxiety, um, panic attacks, things like that. I mean, so, so do we. So does everyone, you know, really at that point. So I think my question that I wanted to ask you was, like, in, in your research and in the literature that, that you've read, would you say that, that people have a measurable control over the, some of those anxiety responses and things? Like, can they use the breath? to really kind of change what's going on in the body and the mind. Yeah, absolutely. I can maybe, there's many, many different ways how we can use the breath to um, approach the specific topic of anxiety. Um, uh, and maybe I can make two concrete examples, uh, how, what I read and there's good literature about it. Um, so one concrete example that maybe goes a bit more towards panic attacks is that you can actually... So how a panic attack develops is, of course, first mentally you get into a very difficult state and at some point you start to overbreathe. But then also something is happening which is called a bore effect. You guys know this very well, right? And you, when you overbreathe, when you breathe too much, you basically breathe out too much CO2 and you're low in, uh, low in, CO, uh, low in CO2. And then when you're low in CO2, actually your body can't... Uh, uh, process your oxygen properly and then you even uh, breathe more so I, there's also a physiological response when you have a um, hyperventilation and the simple treatment is actually to breathe less <laughs> and almost <laughs> you think you're out of breath but you just have to breathe breathe less and and this you can train and you can train this is very very successfully you can actually uh, uh, so you can train to deal with a little bit this breath hunger problem there's also people they don't really have there's so many different reasons why people might have panic attacks or anxiety, but let's say specifically panic attacks, they can also be really physiologically. Some people, they, they actually have a bit the fear of um, um, breath hunger even. And when they get into breath hunger, they even start to panic just because of that. that that's a known phenomenon as well. So, and you, you can actually just physically train that. You can train breath hunger. That I mean, this also goes very much uh, into Buteco methods a little bit. I mean, you guys are also aware of this. Maybe most of the audience as well. Um, and that that's a very interesting approach to just uh, train uh, this feeling of breath hunger, get used to it. 
uh, feel that you don't have to breathe so much all the time, uh, train to breathe a little bit less, also in a difficult moment. And um, that, that's physiological training more uh, towards the feeling of breath hunger and, no, and, 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 and playing with it and controlling your breath. And that's, that's, there is a lot of studies that this is very efficient for panic attacks. So that more, goes more into minimal breathing, controlling your breathing, also the Buteyko method of uh, breathing less, uh, which might, is an entirely different topic. Uh, but but um, that, that can be uh, one example that actually we also implemented in the product in OXA. And there's a, we gamified this, so in a fun way, so you can try to breathe less. And there is like a audio and visuals which then reward you. And then it's maybe a bit more fun than just sitting in the corner and try to breathe less. <laughs> so maybe it doesn't sound so great. <laughs> so so that, that's a really a good method, actually, to train breath control and, and breathing less in difficult situations, and that can help a lot with panic attacks. Another example is um, coherence breathing or resonance breathing. That's also uh, another name for it. Probably also many in the audience are aware of this technique. That's probably the most represented technique in scientific literature, um, which uh, is, um, is also uh, very um, useful for, for, different, um, uh, um, for, for, for different use cases. Um, so basically what you do with uh, resonance or coherence breathing is you train, you, you, you breathe in a way that it hits exactly the resonance frequency of your uh, blood pressure system uh, and your heart rate um, without digging deeper when you breathe in that way um, uh, you, you, you breathe maybe about four, five, six, seven breaths per minute it depends a bit on your body size um, and uh, then you, your heart starts swinging a lot up and down with every breath and um, that stimulates uh, strongly the parasympathetic uh, nervous system. That, that's the part of the autonomic nervous system which is responsible for uh, um, relaxation and recovery and also deep sleep. So that's the part we need to have working and strong. And this technique, it's very interesting to give, um, uh, first of all, to give a parasympathetic boost, like a calmness boost to your body, but also to, to actually train your parasympathetic nervous system a little bit like a muscle, almost, you could say. And um, uh, that, that uh, also has been shown uh, to be very effective uh, for, for people with uh, anxiety or panic attack uh, challenges. Um, if you practice this breathing technique often enough, you can strengthen your parasympathetic system. That's generally bringing down chronic stress and, 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 bringing down, uh, and, and also uh, removing the trigger for attacks but then also uh, applying the technique at the moment where it becomes difficult uh, can, can, be, can be really good. So that, that's maybe two concrete uh, examples. I love that. Uh, there's one of the exercises in the OXA app called the minimal breathing exercise. And I think that's the one that you're referring to that kind of gamifies it a little bit. The, my favorite feature of that is it can actually show your lung capacity in real time and your depth. And I'm like, that, that's cool. So like when my lungs are completely empty, it'll show me. And yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, it's really cool. And also, yeah, gamification is the right word. Um, or also making it playful. That's what we're trying to do actually with Oxa. I mean, I have many friends, they tell me, 
I think I should probably meditate. <laughs> I'm interested, <laughs> but, but I am really bored and I don't want to meditate. And and uh, and also breathwork. I heard about it, but what is it? I don't know. So, uh, I am already breathing. <laughs> and and then what we try to bring also with this product is kind of. This, okay, you don't need to become religious to do it. You don't need to dive deep into meditation. That's also nice. I mean, mindfulness and meditation is a wonderful topic and I don't want to talk it down today, but but just you don't necessarily need to go there. You can also just have a playful experience and do breathing exercises. It's just physiologically makes so much sense for your body and it's just cool to do and fun and afterwards you feel better. It's also a bit the, the, this this light approach we want to bring into, into this... Uh, breathwork environment and yeah the other also coherence breathing we also have a gamified uh, or coherence or resonance breathing is the same thing we also have a gamified uh, um, exercise for this then you when you get into this coherence state when your heart starts swinging with your breath and you have this parasympathetic boost and you can have a different audio the audio is reacting to it and the visuals reacting to it and you can have a bit of reward and it's a bit maybe a bit more fun to do it yeah like this yeah, I mean, you have the data that shows you when you're in coherence, and then the clarity that you feel in your mind is incredible. We like to use, um, you know, meditation, breath work is, is our wheelhouse. And how Jake and I got started with these practices was we were using them in tandem. So we would find that, you know, a simple box breathing uh, practice before we would try and meditate would help us sort of like prime the mind a little bit for that meditation. Because like you said, you know, we were those guys like, hey, we want to meditate, but we can't sit still for 10 minutes, you know? And so that was really helpful for us. And it's something that we try and share, not only with our audience, but with like, with our friends, with our family, when I'm trying to get, you know, my sister, my mom, my grandmother to do meditation. Well, I shouldn't say my grandmother, because she's actually really good at she it. Has, she has the tapes. Yeah, she yeah, listens she, to the audio tapes. Cassette tapes. That's how long she's been doing it. Um, but, you know, when, when I'm trying to get the people in my life to meditate, I'll often say, you know, try this simple box breathing exercise and then see if you can sit because there's something amazing that happens when you when you conscious, consciously shift the way you're breathing and you can feel the way it affects you almost immediately in some cases. And, and I think one of the beautiful things about OXA is it takes that feeling and combines it with data. Which, which just says here, you know, that feeling that you're feeling, this is, the, this is why you're feeling it, you know, and, l and let me show you in real time, like what's happening to your body. And I think that's really a beautiful marriage of, of science and spirituality that kind of comes together in, in both. And you're saying, you know, you've got, you've got the data and you've got the, the peace that, that it's bringing. And it's, it's really, really fascinating. Yeah, thanks. Yeah. <laughs> Compliment goes to our uh, product <laughs> owner, <laughs> not to me. <laughs> I'm the science guy, but yeah, yes, I agree. And uh, yeah, makes me also use it uh, myself. Actually, I, I'm most in, in, in love with the coherence, uh, coherence breathing. I mean, it's also very individual. I mean, the coherence breathing is a bit more... Uh, a training as well, like you train your parasympathetic nervous system. It's, it's, a, it's a little bit more work. Maybe you need to breathe in this rhythm and, and then heart gets swinging and they have this training effect also for your nervous system. Um, other people prefer just really exercises which calm you down immediately. That might be maybe a more a long exhale. Uh, uh, but yeah, this is very individual. But yeah, we are trying to gamify this and make it playful and 
hear basically the idea of hearing uh, live what your body is doing, like you say, like using the data and giving it back to the user in real time. And then also the, over, over time, like what are your trends actually doing and are you actually getting somewhere with your HRV, let's say, um, uh, which is a good uh, reflecting uh, quite well what, you, what your heart uh, is doing and the health of, of your heart. Uh, can, you, can you change that with, with breath work? Yeah. Yeah, HRV is something that I didn't really start to learn about until I started to use the OXA, uh, the wearable. And one thing, and, and I would love like your take on this because I'm still learning about it. One thing that I learned with the HRV is as I strengthen up my mind and as I get better at the practices, I, I notice that my HRV can actually swing further while I still feel level-headed and still feel cool. And I didn't know if you had any, just what, what your take on that would be. So say again, it happens like after an exercise or during the exercise when you say it swings further. For example, like <clears throat> I can go into an ice bath for five minutes and I'll see my HRV swing, but then it'll even out so much faster after I practice for longer periods of time. Like I'm able to handle that in, in, a, in a completely different manner. It can, just, it can just swing up and down and I'm like, I still feel okay mentally. Yeah, interesting. Yeah, probably that, 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 that I cannot judge if that's something individual or if that's a general, a general um, effect. But maybe also, for, I mean, I guess our audience is quite into uh, data and, and body vitals, but still I mean, HRV is a little bit something counterintuitive, right? I mean, you, uh, okay, you have it now on most of the wearables. Uh, that, that's not specific to OXA, right? Um, uh, for instance, a Polar or a Garmin watch, uh, you can also see your HRV or the Aura ring uses HRV. And the funny thing about HRV is that uh, it's your heart rate variability, meaning you, how, how much your heart from beat to beat changes the, the time between beats. So how much basically, if, if you want, it jumps around a little bit in the heart rate. And the funny thing, or the non-intuitive thing about it is that the heart is actually healthy if it does jump around a lot. <laughs> and not beats like a metronome, let's say. Uh, or like a machine, uh, so that maybe brings a bit more intuition into this. Uh, uh, and when you're very stressed and the sympathetic system takes completely over, then uh, this, this jumping around is finished and your heart, uh, then it's like fight or flight and your body is really stressed and then your heart pumps like a metronome and like a machine. And then your HRV, your, 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 your agility in your heart is gone. This is maybe a very, very simple and intuitive explanation to why HRV is telling something not only about our heart, but also actually about our autonomic nervous system and about our mental state eventually, because that's controlling the, the state of the autonomic nervous system. And yeah, exactly. What you do with coherence is you, 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 you go into a state where you make your heart swing a lot, you kind of you force this jumping around a lot. And that, that gives a good training effect to your parasympathetic system. What we see is a lot is that after such a training that it continues for quite a bit, that you can have just normal breathing, your heart is kind of happy and <laughs> continues this, uh, this swinging, um, which is healthy. But 
But your example, like after cold baths, I am not sure about this. So I would definitely need to look into that. I'm not sure what, why is the HRV, let's say, why, why would the heart rate swing after a cold bath? Could be because you have quite a strong parasympathetic stimulus in the uh, after the cold bath actually in, in the cold bath it's definitely sympathetic yeah. because it's like your body is like oh, oh shit, yeah. what's happening and and then afterwards like oh and then and then this uh, moment of calm is overcoming you and and probably that's a parasympathetic boost and maybe that makes your hrv jump up so that would be maybe a possible explanation cool so sergey we've talked we've talked a lot about sort of the this this marriage between like the the science and the spiritual side of of the breathing and the meditation and and you know a little bit about how you got started with oxa and and what oxa is i think something that uh that i would like to send our audience home with and you can probably speak really well to this is is kind of what can people do Obviously, getting OXA is something they can do. But what can people do? <laughs> well, got, got, to, got to plug OXA, right? But uh, what, what can people do, you know, who are listening to this, based on what you know about breathing, about the nervous system, and, and how the body and mind connection works, what are some things that people can do at home to, to just maybe experiment with breath work and, and change, you know, the way that they feel in real time? You mean uh, with or without OXA? Let's, uh, let's say both. Say both. Okay, let's, yeah. let's start without. So, um, I mean, I mean, that's what most people do, right? Oxa is very new, very small company. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Not everybody has Oxa. <laughs> but um, uh, so, I mean, I, I, myself, I would be very interested, actually, also what you guys think about this cycle. What is the one thing you could tell somebody who is maybe not into breathwork, but just to show a very impressive effect of breathwork in an immediate way, if somebody's like maybe a bit skeptical, like, okay, what's this? Okay, let's try for half a minute. <laughs> and okay, I could have maybe two examples. One is um, take any shitty day. You you didn't have a great day. Actually, today, I, honestly, today I didn't have a great day. Now, now that, that, that's the highlight of my day that I really like this conversation, but so far it has been really <laughs> tough. So many things went wrong. Unfortunately, fortunately, they're all solved, but it took a lot of energy to solve them. And, and, and it, it was difficult. And then maybe at such a moment when you, maybe not during a call, but, but, but maybe when you're at your desk or so, just, just take five deep breaths and just five. That's really not much, right? That I don't know how much that takes a couple of 40 seconds. I don't know. Five deep breaths. You can count them. You don't do more. Don't need start the meditation or anything. Just five deep and slow breaths and, and, and focus on the exhale and long exhale and just enjoy the exhale. And then afterwards, feel your body and understand what that did to do just now to your body. And that, that's for me a simple thing. Okay, I, I'm not inventing anything right now. And everybody who does breath work knows what I'm saying right now. But, but it's still impressive, really. Like how just five times breathing can, can, can immediately switch your body from high blood pressure, high attention, uh, uh, tingling in the fingers, headache, and to, to, to something which is probably that it doesn't do magic at that moment if you have really a stressed day but it does really make a change and you are okay afterwards or maybe about to be okay and and that that's one of the most impressive things for me I, we, are, we are always also saying we want to implement the five breath exercise in oxa because it's just so cool 
that you can calm down your body so much with breathing and so fast. And maybe another thing would be Wim Hof. I, I think, uh, uh, I mean, I'm saying Wim Hof. I mean, uh, Wim Hof uh, is just a very popular figure in the breathwork scene, but he didn't invent this type of uh, hyperventilation and breathwork. This exists also in pranayama and, and, and other techniques. Still, the guy made it popular, which is super cool. Yeah, uh, we're all on the same side, and 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 uh, um, uh, what I find impressive about this type of hyperventilation and breath hold technique, which the Wim Hof lovers are doing, is that you can do maybe just one round, meaning you, you, that means concretely you maybe breathe very quickly, hyperventilation style for 20, like 20 times if you want a short one, and then you do a long breath hold. And the impressive thing, why I would tell this to somebody who doesn't have much experience is just feel how impressively long you can hold your breath after this, after this quick hyperventilation and understand what that does to your body. And without saying more, it is impressive and, and, and it shows how, 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 how much you can, how far you can go with just a little bit of trying breath work. This reminds me of one of uh, Danny and I's earliest breathing protocols we would we would get together and we would start with humming and there's something about extending the exhale and humming through your nose that you know there's a scientific reason for it I believe which you probably know more about than I do I know it releases nitric oxide which helps absorb the oxygen help move everything around but for some reason, we loved this protocol. For like a couple of years, we'd practice it together every morning. Uh, we'd start off with humming, and then we'd go into our box breathing, and then we'd go into a, a mindfulness meditation. And after you're done humming, you can immediately feel like the tingling, the clarity. And then when you go into the box breathing exercise, it really helps you improve your concentration. So by the time you get to the mindfulness practice, your senses are just firing and you get just joy in feeling the air on your skin. You get joy in, in hearing the, the wind in the trees and seeing the, the vibrant colors of your visual field. And it's almost like, it's almost like that clarity. It's like, I remember a few times I'm like, is this what enlightenment feels like? Is this, <laughs> is this what they talk about when they say yeah. you get like enlightened or you have like this awakening? Because there were so many moments where just the clarity of the senses is just beautiful. I think um, when, you, when you asked us to give our examples, the first thing that, that came to mind for you know something that someone at home can do, and this is not new to our audience at all. If anything, we sound like broken records, but we love an exercise we, we call the physiological sigh. Um, it's very similar to you know the deep breaths, but in this one, it's just you're doing a double inhale through the nose. And we learned about this exercise from Andrew Huberman, uh, Dr. Huberman at Stanford University. But again, he didn't invent this. This has been around forever. It's something that we do naturally as humans when we cry. We kind of do the double inhale, and that really helps reinflate the the sacs in the lungs, and and just it just completely changes the way that you feel. And I think that especially for anxiety, especially for panic attacks, I find that the physiological sigh helps so much. And, uh, and it, it really only takes less than a minute. You know, I usually do maybe three or four sighs if I'm feeling a spike of anxiety and, or I can feel like cortisol levels rising and getting stressed out. I think the physiological sigh is just, it's just amazing. And I think that anything that you can get someone to do that can change the way they feel in real time, it's just 
it's almost like magic these days. And I think that like we, you, you really need it. That's, that's one of the things I'd, I would like people to take away from our conversation is, you know, if, if you can go out and get, get an OXA and do that, that's amazing. And if you just can sit for a few minutes today and do some breathing and change the way that you feel, that's also amazing. And anything in between that is amazing too. And, and there's, there's all these ways that people can change how they feel and take control over their responses and reactions and they're available to everyone, you know, and, and that's, I think that that's a really important thing. Yeah, yeah. And actually, that's also a, a good point. The breathing is such an exciting tool. It's also exciting for me because, or for us at, at OXA, because it's available to everyone. And I'm saying this, advertising a, a, a not, not cheap wearable to, to, to buy. <laughs> but that's also what we're aiming for. I mean, we want to make it fun. We want to make it playful. We want to make it measurable with OXA. And so we want to contribute to, 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 to people's health um, uh, using breathing. But also, each, uh, you can buy OXA and you can afterwards use the techniques when, it, when you don't have it, right? Or you can... Uh, go to the OXA website and, and benefit from some tips and blogs uh, and don't care about the product. We're fine, you know, as long as we contribute something uh, around breathwork and how we can use it for, for better health. And yeah, the amazing thing about breathing is really it's a tool which is just so easily available for everybody. Actually, what you mentioned about the size is interesting. I think that was also, uh, you also mentioned Huberman. I think it was the one also in the, the, the recent publication of, of, of the Uberman lab uh, January this year where they uh, checked tested this against uh, this cyclic physiological psi uh, against um, uh, standard meditation practice uh, practice and then and they figured out that has actually a really strong uh, positive effect. A very interesting study actually uh, recommend to, to, to read this one. Um, yeah, sighing, very interesting. We, we don't have it implemented in, in Oxar. Actually, that's the sparking yet. ideas right now for me. <laughs> right. are you, are you, you're referring to um, the cyclic sighing, like inhaling yeah. through the nose, exhaling through the mouth in a rhythm. That's true. That's, it was cyclic sighing. They did not double uh, inhale. And yeah, sorry. But uh, yeah. Yeah, still, the sighing was, was, was part of this uh, publication, I think. Yeah. And the, the cyclic sighing is something. So that's actually my my latest favorite practice. So I do the, I, I get like, I'll go through phases where I have this new practice that I just love and I'll practice it for months. And uh, the cyclic sighing has been one since that article came out because uh, I think we're referring to the same article. We'll have to put it up, we'll have to put it in the show notes because uh, he, he does a really good job breaking down the science of that. And I'm like, that makes so much sense. Like when you breathe in a rhythmic pattern, and when you extend the exhales through the mouth and you do that 30 times, you can feel that change you in just five minutes. And it's, that's an incredible feeling. I love that. And, uh, and to just touch on your point, uh, Sergey, you know, we purposely chose meditation and breath work to be our brand because it is something that you can go to any of our pages and you can learn and benefit from anything, from all the content without spending a dollar. And so it's completely accessible to everyone. And we did that very much on purpose because it feels good. It feels good to help people. There is a little altruistic muscle in our brain that the more you help people, the better it feels and it helps yourself and, and it brings us all closer together. And 
you know, we all know that we need stronger connections. <laughs> we, we know that. And, and that's what it's all about, really, for me. Yeah, beautiful to hear. Now, for us at uh, Oakside, it's just about the money. <laughs> 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 That's not true. Yeah, That's not true. No, of course. And actually, we are pushing uh, also now at the moment. Um, we are we are pushing for for. Um, it, it also bothers us that yes, we we want to contribute with a cool. Uh, variable which is accessible but also we would like to contribute without actually and now we're pushing uh, for a development it's something I, I think I'm allowed to say I hope <laughs> we're pushing for development for the, the app also being usable without OXA so without the, the the device at all so that you can have dive into many practices and and and, and get some some uh, interesting visuals uh, while you're breathing. And, and, and get insight also into breath, breathwork techniques without the wearable. And then, okay, if you want, uh, you can have the biofeedback and you can, you can actually have the live reaction of your body. But if you, if you don't want, you can just have, to have it without. So that, that's something we're pushing as well uh, for, for the same reason, yeah. I love that. Sergey, thank you so much for, for all the information you share with us today. Uh, thank you so much for sharing your expertise. I think that we should have another conversation in the, in the near future where we take a deeper dive into some of the science because I think that that would be, uh, that would be really interesting for our audience to, uh, to hear where we can have some studies that we maybe talk about and, uh, and take it from there. But for everyone who's listening to this right now, please go to the show notes and there will be links there to OXA. You can learn more about what OXA is. I will link their blog there as well. And then I will also have, we will also have links to some of those studies that we, that we referenced during this and some free exercises for you to practice as well. That will all be in the show notes of this episode. So you guys can, uh, can kind of take action on some of the things we've been talking about. Thank you very much. Also very happy to have joined this conversation. Yeah. Thanks, Sergey. All right. We will, uh, we will talk to you soon. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Breathe and Think Better podcast. Don't forget to check the show notes for links to OXA, free exercises, and some of those scientific studies we mentioned during the show. If you enjoy the Breathe and Think Better podcast, please consider leaving us a review. It really helps us get the word out. And if you want to dive deeper into the world of breathwork and meditation, be sure to join our free Substack. Thank you for listening, and we will see you next time.